Hey, welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Today, this is a presentation of Dead Poet Society here at the Movie Theater Time Machine cast. Notice- Celebrating here the Robin Williams Month. And we're going to have a good old time here with your friends Kaz, Nick, Dan, Jocelyn, and Bob. And yeah, shut up, Chino. And you have yourself a good old time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good show. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, at least Max didn't say fun one this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not expecting. Well, uh, you guys will say. I'm, I'm going to, you know, spoiler yeah. warning, I was not the biggest fan of this movie, so yeah. I wouldn't have agreed with the fun one. Yeah, so. yeah it... I've seen it twice before, but not because it's like, yeah, this is totally my speed, but because I was um, studying, uh, writing stuff, needed to analyze something that I knew had a complete story. So, yeah, I watched it twice, but it reminds me of depressing stuff I don't want to think about. I have seen it a few times, I think, and I I see it in a different perspective, and I can understand some things that we all kind of talked for a little bit before we hit the record button here, Mm -hmm. Um, but I... Very special I, episode. I've been, <laughs> it's a very special episode. I've been the movie a, does get dark. Yeah, I've been a teacher where I've had an effect on kids' lives in a good way. And um, I had one kid, I'll never forget him, uh, Steve Pacheco, who um, he was a special needs kid who was brought into a class that I was teaching. And he was, um, you know, a good kid, but he was, to- I was told by the teacher, just don't... Um, I'm not going to get fully into the story. Basically, don't bother with him. Uh, he'll he'll just be here and we'll just leave. What she really told me caused a little uh, anonymous call to the principal and she ended up getting fired. Wow. Um, but I pushed the kid and I pushed him a little more. And that particular scene with Ethan Hawke and Robin Williams where he's like, dude, don't forget this. Yep. That hits me because he actually saw... Um, I saw him years later when he was a senior in high school. And for a kid who was kind of written off he was uh number 19 in his class that's awesome and he's like dude i got you to thank thank you for believing in me in that moment i'm like dude it was awesome it was awesome really good kid if you're listening dude i haven't forgotten you either so i mean this itself i mean yes it does get dark and there is here but it is robin williams month and this is one of the critically acclaimed rules that he has Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. Yep. yeah. What are the roles that he has that's there? It's Ethan Hawke's first movie. Yep. And first I guess role. it's better than Popeye, which was his actual... Was this, uh, uh, there's Robin a Williams joke. There's first a, movie? There's a joke. Involving uh, um, Popeye. Involving Popeye. Yeah. Where, and um, a tour bus of comedians. There was... Uh, <laughs> it was uh, right after Robin Williams had passed away, Billy Crystal went on to uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And they were talking about Robin and it was still like it was still about two weeks after he passed it was still really really tender so they wanted to share funny stories and the story that Jimmy Fallon shared was that uh, he was on a tour bus with Robin Williams and Billy Crystal and uh, John Lovitz and Dana Carvey, and it was just a a it's, bunch of comedians on one tour bus. It's basically, yeah. the Saturday Night Live bus. Um, and then, and, it, yeah. It's got to be awesome to be a fly on the wall on that. And, yep, and sure. I guess they were they were training jokes and everything else. And um, when they got to the venue that they were going to, they brought on the bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah, and yeah, Robin just Williams. Because. 
started with the whole. I hope there, there aren't any. Well, I hope they. Uh, you know, I hope there aren't any DVDs of some of my movies on here. Anybody, <laughs> you know, throw the throw the DVDs of Popeye out the window, and then. Uh, and Jimmy Fallon's like, I hope none of my movies are on this bus. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rob Rob, White, Rob Reiner was there, and he was like, Yeah, anybody have any copies of North? You know, get rid of them. And then John Lovett said something like, I've, I've never, never made, made any bombs, <laughs> and it's just one of the funniest things that they had had done. It, it was just a fun story and it was a sweet story so when you mentioned Popeye I was like eh. I mean Shelley Duvall is olive oil I mean that, that she, was kind of perfect honestly that she's right I mean she's a just, human stick figure anyway yeah. right yeah yeah, you just picture if you cross that with The Shining, too. That'd be kind of funny. See, I Olive Oil with a knife. I, <laughs> I see her, and she did a Mother Goose movie yeah. in the like early, early 90s or the late 80s. Yeah. And it was a crazy movie, and ZZ Top was in it. And, yeah, it's a real thing. Look it up. I don't remember right. the name of it, but... Yeah. She plays uh, Little Bo Peep, I think, or something. And, yeah, and that's the only role that I can think of her in. Yeah. Even though I've seen The Shining a zillion times. Yeah. There's I, a there's another one Shelley Duvall's in where she plays a housewife opposite Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan. Yes. Suburban, oh, suburban, yes. suburban, suburban Commando. commando. Yes. I was frozen today. That's yeah, just, that's, that's from. Uh, it's I. You're, I, you're a dead man, Ramsey. Yeah. At some point I will do because I heard about this. It's the thirtieth anniversary of another Hulk Hogan movie where he played a character called Rip. Yes. And basically it was I, I it just I was thinking about this and thinking about all Robin Williams stuff, how he jokes about being on cocaine and drug use and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I would just hear like this mo- the movie that I, I can't remember the name of it whatsoever, but I'm sure somebody'll look it up and tell us. Or I'll find it and remember it later. But it's, um, he, they wrote this movie. Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan got binged out on Coke in a hotel room and wrote the movie in one pass in one night. Oh, was that the oh, Tropic man. one? The Tropical? I, I, oh, yeah. God. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I've seen, no I've barn? seen, no. 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 Oh, okay. no. Oh. I, no. Yeah. To Google it might be that, but yeah, it's I still. Don't think it's that. If you follow us on Facebook, one of the things we are going to do for this month, there is uh, Robin Williams himself. There is a ton of YouTube uh, stuff that I have lined up, ready to go on Movie Theater Time Machine. And um, one of those that is here, especially for Dan, because you and I recited this verbatim, was the creation of golf. Oh, here's, oh, here's my idea for a fucking sport. <laughs> yes, the stand-up special live on Broadway was yes. very good. Yep. Yes. Knock a ball yeah. in a golf hole. <laughs> What I remember most from that is uh, the fuck yeah, it all. That's right. Yeah, fuck it all. Here. I shit my pants. Fuck it all. Fuck it all and, being um, a medicine. I yeah. think it was no holds barred because I'm looking yeah, at this I cast. Think it was Hulk no Hogan as oh, Rip Thomas. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no holds barred. Yeah. What's the other one I'm yeah. thinking of then? The one, uh, it, the one with uh, but, Thunder in Paradise. With Thunder in Paradise. Yes, yeah. he's on a boat. He did it with Brutus uh, the Barber. Brutus. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I remember that. I've seen all. I saw all of Hulk Syndication. I was like after. School program, like Ooh, uh, Thunder in Paradise. Well, is on. WWF movies got better than that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
when they get are we talking about involved? are we talking about Santa's sleigh right now with Goldberg <laughs> as uh, as oh, evil no, Santa? Or are we talking about Marine the Marine because uh, that well, the one that makes terrible. people the one that makes people think that John Cena was actually in the military yes. but he wasn't. Yeah, John what, Cena's or, a good guy, but he wasn't in the military. Yeah. What about the ones with Scooby Doo or something? Okay, okay, oh. Scooby Doo ones are it, stupid, it, but right? they're fun. Yeah. Or WWE meets the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah, that. That. Oh yeah. That that is a thing. I'm oh, afraid. Time out. What? That is a thing. To Google. That is a thing. Don't forget, um, there was a DC crossover with Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes, there was. Yes. I think there is coming coming out the soon. Bunny one this is, we're not getting we're not getting paid for this. Although, if they want to sponsor us, that's nice. There is an upcoming animated movie, Batman versus the yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. I saw that clip. Yes. That looks really good. Is it know? out already? Like on right. this week? Comes I think out. it's I think it's coming out this later. Week like this week it comes out on Blu-ray <laughs> and DVD. Bob is very excited about this. Yeah, you would pick something up like this. Right I saw the trailer. I'm like, I, I, I've yeah. never been more excited as a child than me. Yeah. So I watched the preview. I was like, fuck, I'm in. Yeah. You have my attention. Yeah, yeah, you said that to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. in. So, I mean. It started as a comic series. Oh, I won't go too much. Yeah. Real quick, it was a comic series, and it lasted for a period of time, and then... The Ninja Turtles, that is. It was a Blu-ray film, yeah. yeah. Oh, the comic crossover? It was a comic, yeah, See, it also puts Power Rangers in the same canon, because they've done a crossover with Batman and, and the Ninja Turtles. Ninja That's right. Turtles. Oh. Yep. See, look at all the things we could be talking about instead of this damn movie. <laughs> For what it's worth, with it, I mean, for it's just a celebration of Robin Williams' abilities, and I mean, I'm going to focus more on him than others. But it's still there. There's a lot of influence and a lot of things. I mean, from a, as a teacher perspective, this is one of those movies that hits very heavy. And it's one of those movies yeah. where you you watch him as a teacher in this, yeah. and you go. If I had a teacher that yeah. cared like this or had, yeah. you know, tried to engage mm. and try to get you to open up. I did. I didn't. Yeah. So if I yeah. had had a teacher that was like this, yeah. maybe I would have cared a little bit more. Yeah. Now, granted, I was always that bookwormy kid anyway, so I didn't really have that, you know, that problem in English or poetry or any of that stuff. I had no issues with that. Yeah. I could understand it. I read Shakespeare for fun. So this stuff was like, all right, this is all right, okay, I can, I can get behind that. I didn't have that teacher to engage me because I didn't need to be engaged. Right. But I know others who definitely could have used that. Right. And I have, I did not have that teacher that was just like, hey, I'm going to try to make this fun and I'm going to try to get you to learn. Yeah. So. There were, there were a few good ones and I think we had, you know, Kaz and I had a few that were. You know, digging our talents out. I mean, I had one Robert Taylor, fan of the show, friend, good man, thank you. Um, and others that were like that. And as I said, I kind of did this myself. And I still, as a personal trainer, sort of do this to this day. When some things hit, I'm like, wow. Holy crap, I do that. Cool, I've done that with some. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if I had a teacher that was to that level. Yeah. Um, but... Like a teacher that actually made me feel like I was engaged in stuff. Yeah, I can only really think of one, and it sadly, what I didn't, you know, have her class until my senior year of high school. I never even yeah. about yeah. Yeah. Ms. Yeah. Ms. J. Yeah, she was a fun teacher, but she didn't to me anyway. And my because we had the same teacher just for different things. Yeah, um, she was a fun teacher because she seemed like that person that you could talk to. Yeah, but she didn't really engage me all that much. 
Well, so I don't now, know. It might have been the fact that I had her for a class where we literally read scary books and then watched the movie adaptations and ripped the movies <laughs> apart because they sucked compared to the books. See, <laughs> so that was the class. I had her for a class called Society and Media, which is we took media yeah. and broke it up in trying to figure out where the truth was versus the lie and everything. Isn't that kind of what we do here, except just with movies? Yeah, except we this make was, jokes. This yeah. was this yeah. This was no jokes. This was like I mean, in in sort of a parallel with one of the things we're going to be talking about. She made us watch. This is a very strange thing, but she made us watch Nirvana Unplugged, uh, right. so we could talk about Kurt Cobain's suicide. Mm. <laughs> and delve into it and dissect it. Yeah. Like Whoa. that. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, so uh. she's like, I want you to watch this and who's familiar with it. And it was like me and one other kid. Uh, he and I just, we were like, who's familiar with this? Do you know who this is? You know? And she sat there and she literally tore it apart. And like, we did that with suicide. We did it with rape. Oh, Jesus. with abortion, birth, like this, this so class. So heavy as shit. Heavy. She, it was a very yeah, heavy she class. Wasn't, she wasn't afraid to hit no. rough topics. Like no. I had her, the, the class was called Thrillers and Chillers. Yeah. We're reading horror novels, so that that stuff comes There's up in gore, there too. Yeah. yeah. So. Imagine this in 1959. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thrillers and Chillers would not have been yeah. an elective no, class in 1959. Yeah. In 1950, okay. <laughs> there was Do we know that? For sure, or are we just assuming? Uh, well, in 1959, horror wasn't really looked at as something uh, super... Uh, you looked at horror and you thought uh, Mary Shelley... Yeah, and you yeah. thought what about all those comics with the well, whole comics? But, com- but that's com- comics, comics were are... the devil at that point. Yeah, it wasn't comics. until it wasn't until Marvel really Marvel and DC obviously yeah. also, kind of really got into their groove. Those oh, are yeah. for kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Also at that time, the uh, the monster of the week movies that we've done some of those in the of the nineteen thirties and forties the blow. went away. Yeah, right. yeah, it went away because with the advent of TV, those weren't really publicized I that much. It didn't come back the until 50s the 70s. Was, everyone associates shitty B-movies with the 50s, though. Well, that's yeah, it. But it was like the early 50s, but they kind of petered off but, towards yeah. They're also this shitty, time. That's also <laughs> the shitty B-movies. Yeah. This is supposed to be a sort of a, a higher class right. learning facility. Yeah. And those things are not going to be tolerated in that no. school. Yeah. No, and they, if, they would. This is the one where the teachers. By the way, the teachers in this, all the other teachers, are just assholes. Oh, yeah. If monsters. you're talking yeah. to your friend yes. in the bathroom, they're telling you to shut up. It's like yes. my first reaction was "fuck you." Yeah. I would have been expelled so fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I was just like I'm sitting there with him, and I'm like I would not be able to handle this. <laughs> I, I really I can, wouldn't. Yeah, I can just hear her like I was just getting I don't more, wanna, more frustrated I don't wanna, with these people. I don't want to say her attitude because yeah. that sounds dismissive, but it. Your attitude, I could hear it just bubbling. I was just, just like you're just like sitting there in like in like a not not entirely quiet rage. It's like oh fuck no, this guy. I was just like fuck, fuck that guy, this guy. dude. <laughs> it, they're not sleeping. Yeah. It's seven o'clock. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. I wanted to. I shouted, "If you can't, if you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding." Because <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of pizza. I was actually, I was actually kind of pissed off at the dinner scene too, yeah. because they were talking about how. Remember when? Um, uh, yeah, they're all over overcord. What the fuck is his name? Overstreet. 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 Yeah. Overstreet. Yeah. These Overstreet. names, man. Yeah. Knox. 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 When Knox yeah. went to dinner and they were they Stop were talking about how he was going to dinner at someone else's house. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. and how they were like, oh, good, because you're not going to get the, um, what do they call it? The Helton, the Helton mush or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like the food's not very showed, good. It showed the dinner. It showed all the boys sitting there eating because they were talking about doing a study group that yeah. night. And I'm watching what the kids are eating, and then I'm watching what the adults are eating, and I was like, "Fuck you guys! Like, yeah. Why do the teachers get the better food? The teachers right. get like mashed potatoes. Yeah, and like the kids are eating meat. The kids are eating like bachelor chow. And I'm yeah." Like, I'm this is bullshit. Yeah. I was, I'm just getting frustrated with all of the teachers in this movie. I'm getting very upset. And it is wild, too, because it, it is, like, the, one of the themes in this is the generational divide. Right, of course. You know, where there's, there's the old world way and then there's the new world way. Right. That, that's... Yeah. You know, so it's like the characters are done right, but it's, right. it's, getting, it's getting the right reaction. It does, as far as an argument in favor of non-conformity or something, uh, I'd, uh, I I feel like maybe it's because we've seen it parodied a lot. Yeah. Uh, that it kind of is like, all right, yeah. to take yeah. it down on that. So, yeah. so, some of these more powerful movies kind of lose <laughs> a little bit of their bite when you've seen <laughs> the jokes made about oh, them yeah. before you actually saw the movie. Yeah. 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 That's oh, happened like, to me with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Me with Mash and the whole it was a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't. I just wanted to laugh so hard because Family Guy. <laughs> I remember when we reviewed that episode, looking at your face in the studio, and that bit was coming up. You also have to remember that we're from a generation that has become so desensitized yeah. by so much yeah. because we get an influx of information at the tips of our fingers, and we kind of we were there at the birth of that. Yeah. So yeah. we've been able to... Everyone at this table has, has a device a, capable yeah. of accessing yeah. the whole of human knowledge. Yeah, yeah. like we, we are... How come I couldn't find how to put that spring back in my stupid knockoff Xbox controller last night? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> because Mad Cats I is... tried it. Mad Cats is garbage. I don't Jesus. think it was Mad Cat. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Everybody had a Mad Cat's controller. <laughs> Goddamn yes. spring. It, yeah, that was that was the controller you got when you realized you were the fourth friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh right, I'm we, just filling it. We've got a couple of those for the, for the Wii U. We do have a couple. But of they're those. still decent. They're still good. Yeah, yeah they're still good. Yeah, true. But but we've been our generation is very desensitized. Right. Whereas the generation that was going out to watch this movie that didn't really have all of the influx of information. Yeah. Didn't have the. What internet. about wars? They had wars, but you got war. You got to remember, you got you read wars about wars in books at school or yeah. in books that are written. And you also have to remember that every book that's written about war is written by the winner. Right. So there's we a didn't spin. have a twenty four hour news cycle. Now, if we want to, like, I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but if you wanted to look at some of the atrocities that that you know some of our nations have done during the bigger wars that they don't talk about. You're going to be able to find that information now. America True. was kind of shitty during the Second World War, yeah. just going to say. Yeah. Christopher Columbus was not a nice guy. No, whereas no. when we went that to school, too. he was like that, a hero, When man. I found out, I'm like, yeah. he did what? Yeah. And we he, have a day for but, him? But, and there, and there like, are some books that say wow. that when, when the settlers, uh, when, when the settlers oh, came yeah. over from England, the, you know, the Native Americans moved over, like, yeah, voluntarily, voluntarily moved, moved over and gave so that they could stuff. have, so that, you know, they could make room for the people coming in, so it's like no, no. I remember no, that's learning, not how it happened. I, no. But I remember learning about that in school that way. That yeah. it was that it was a a it was, friendly, warm it gesture. Was not, that, it was not friendly. No. Truth, and it's like no, holy shit. That's I, exactly the opposite of everything. I, I, I learned. learned it very, very differently than that. Is that, it just like a bunch of different events in, yeah. in general? I mean, we're we're lumping everything together. I'm yeah. sure. We're lumping that's everything true, together, the, but that's also because don't kill it. 
What? It's a it's, it's alive. A, yeah, it's but a it's bug. A, it's a mosquito. Huh. Yeah. It's that's a female a, mosquito. No, that's a male. The females are smaller. Ew! Yeah. This, one's, this one's only dangerous to, to bananas, but still, I don't want it in my house. The but even so, it's like we have everything in the in especially in the nineties. What we did with the bug, you saw it. You either saw it on TV or read it in a book. Right. Whereas now, you saw it online, you, you watched the parody on YouTube, mm-hmm. you uh, might have seen it in a movie, you might have seen it in a sketch show, you might have read an article about it, right. you might have, you know, your friend or might have sent you a meme. Yeah, you know, or, or heard about it just moments after it happened. Right. And shit, so... It's not going to have the same kind of impact. I was no. just thinking in, in general, like, when, you know, people were constantly having babies and they'd die from diseases, and I think they would get pretty desensitized to shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're talking mostly about a, a movie that's supposed to be powerful in the whole, the written word is awesome, and, and uh, you're supposed to be inspired by this, and nowadays we'd be like, yeah, it was, it was a movie I could see where the yeah. inspiration might come from, but yeah. did it inspire me to go out and start reading more Byron? No. Yeah. Nope. I don't no. think no. it's the poetry that really matters as far as message. It's the um, well, I want standing s- up for your own individuality. Yeah. yeah. The I mean, doing something rather than nothing kind of like, oh. seize the day stuff. I want to say that but I kind of have a problem with the idea of mindfulness and shit. I know well, that's a different thing but that's me. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Carpe Diem thing was also shoved down our throats in high school. Yeah. Too. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, I know. That was the school motto. I mean, the basis for this film, I, the concept was find your passion. Yeah, that, that was that essentially was think what. For yourself. Well, think for yourself, find your passion, and uh, well, um, I can't remember the character's name. He had found his passion. It was, Neil. It, 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 it was yeah. theater. It was theater, and his dad was just like. No son of mine's going to be doing that nonsense. Yeah. 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 Before we get to the movie, why don't we just take a quick pause for station identification. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Uh, sorry, we were, we were having a thing uh, about things. We killed a mosquito. <laughs> and, and I debated over stuff. It was it was going to bother me for the rest of the podcast if I didn't take that little sucker out. Me too. Oh, it's all right. And I was because like, I'm just trying to talk, I and I just see die, it. The corner of my vision is like, die. you little uh, uh, so I'm, I'm better now. Mosquito yeah. talk with the movie theater time machine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about mosquitoes? Fuck them, Dan. <laughs> they carry disease. Nick, Jocelyn. Uh, Malaria is my I favorite. I hate them, but I feel kind of bad. Yes. But I want to kill them, but I don't want to. You should do this like NPR style. <laughs> I really don't like mosquitoes at all. I'm contradictory about everything. We need to. Call See, now I'm itching. I'm just thinking about bugs, and I'm itching.
Damn, man. There's some books that are, are very nice. And butterflies. I butterflies. Butterflies. Spiders are great. Spiders are great. They, they, look gross. they look gross, but they help. It depends yeah. on They the... eliminate flies. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the Some fucking ones that look exactly spider. like that mosquito. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daddy Daddy like, oh, I hate those. I had one that lived for like a couple of years in my bathroom. Ah, <laughs> oh. Those are the worst. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I can't kill them or nothing. because it's not right. To, but... to climb up because <laughs> we had the space between, um, <laughs> between the cabinets and it yep. was like a hollow space. And they, and they tried to they tried space. to gently between it. And they, yeah, and my cats would literally like climb, try to climb up the space to get him, and he'd just go right back up. Ew. And he'd come back down, and I'd be sitting, and I'd be like, hey, Fred, how's it going? And yeah, he, he was a long <laughs> time that spider lived. Uh, I'm the only one who would see cool. a thing like that when I was a kid and want to scream and be mm. like, yeah. They don't mm. bother me that see, much. See, I'm not good with snakes. I can't deal with snakes. Like no, spiders, snakes. spiders yeah. I can handle. Snakes, snakes are, are like millipedes, mm-hmm. yeah. centipedes. When I, uh, I think I had a recent interaction where I went, uh, I was. Uh, I went my tarantula though. They're kind of cute. My bathroom. I, I hadn't turned the light on, and I happened to grab my uh, oh, faucet, Jesus. and I felt something crawl on my hand. I oh. went, turned the light on. I see. So just as it's like crawling down yep. the side of the wall, a millipede. I'm like, oh. It wasn't like I a silver crawl on my leg, wow. and I didn't know what it was, and I. You know how sometimes you scratch your leg with your foot? Yeah. I did that and I squished it and I was oh. like, oh. or we have, or I the, have June bug. the June bug story. Oh God, the June bug. Fucking that shirt June is bug. still stained. It's still stained. It will constantly, <laughs> it will forever have a black stain because June sure. bugs have black blood. Sure, yeah. Um, oh. like yeah. Reader, Reader's Digest version, We're uh, my parents have a campsite down in Plymouth and we mm-hmm. went down there for one weekend just, you know, get away and, you know be somewhere where we had no cell phone signal. And we were just hanging out down there one uh, at, at night. We were watching something on your laptop. I was watching I something on my laptop. And, and then all of a sudden she to, went no, to... No, I had to go to the bathroom. Yes. So I went to the bathroom. There's there's a bathroom yeah. that's like maybe 100 feet away from the campsite. Yeah. Is it full so of spiders? No, it was full of, uh, it was full of moths, moths actually. And, moths and June moths bugs and gather. Because it's like the one, it's one spot of light in the, in the woods. Yeah, so, so of course they all gather at the door and I'm like, oh, okay. So... So I it's did like, my. I gotta pee. I, I gotta, gotta pee go. really bad. So I literally just flung the door open as fast as possible, ran in and went to the stall. Went to the bathroom, did you know? Did my business, washed my hands, came back, pushed the door open super fast again, and just ran back to the campground. And I go back and I'm sitting and I'm, I put the movie back on the the thing and I'm sitting against the. There's a couch there. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, I just couldn't get comfortable. I'm like, oh no, what is this? And I'm like. What is going on? Is it like the episode of Doctor Who? And I literally just went to scratch scratch the the center of my back and went crunch. And I went, (laughs) Dad? Help? And he's like, What? And I'm like, What is is this? What is this? And I literally kept it bunched in my hand because I didn't know what it was or what was happening. So, like, what is it, Dan? Uh, she, so he's like, I come over. She like lets it out. My hand is just what's left of a June bug. Like one leg's twitching, and it was like, oh, that was a June bug. He was a big one too. And it was about this big. I don't know which is worse. The, oh my god! Oh god! Yeah. Wow! Um, it was massive. Half dollar, like, like the Eisenhower. Yeah, Ben like, Franklin. Yeah, like maybe an inch and a half across. I'm not sure what that comes out to in centimeters for our about that size. About like a cat. Ball. About a cat toy. Yeah, yeah a cat yeah. toy. About a cat toy ball. size. Yeah. June bugs get big. And it, I was wearing a pink tank top, and June bug, June bugs bleed black. Mm. So Which tells you they're is, demons. There is a, a black 
circular stain on the back of this pink tank top, which I cannot wear out anymore because it does not look good. Um, <laughs> Get rid of it? No, I wear, I wear pajamas. Ah, yeah. oh, well, okay. Any, any t-shirts that I have stained or anything become pajamas. Yeah, we've all got those bleach stained kind of just hang around the house shirts. Yeah. yeah. Case in point, where I'm currently wearing. Yeah. Uh, mine's in the wash. Yeah. It's my uh, <laughs> eat, sleep, breathe video game yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We are but totally avoiding this movie. We are avoiding yes, we this are. movie as hard as we can. We are avoiding it like the plague. Oh. Let's, well, let's, let's just but dive into but something. But like the movie, we're bonding as one <laughs> as a group. We're <laughs> really liking the bonding that oh, we're doing. Oh, and so are the, the sound good. waves into red blocks of volume. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I do kind of get mad at the idea of seizing the day or be yeah. living in the present. Yeah. Fuck the present. I'm not good at that. I don't need guilt about not living in the present, you know. See, I'm really good at dwelling in the past. It's like it's it's the one thing I'm really good at. Yeah. I'm good at the I'm working on not past doing that and either. The f- being afraid of the future. So uh, that's what huh? keeps me up at night yeah. in the future. I can deal in the present. Mm-hmm. I can deal in the present just fine. I know what's happening right now. I actually kind of know what's happening in a couple of hours, which mm-hmm. is slight the future but still the present. But it's what's happening next week. Or next month, or next year. That's what keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, like doesn't allow me to sleep. So I, I can deal in the present. Present's fine. I guess I think they mean seize the day, as in don't let fear hold you back. But yeah. it just kind of reminds me it, of that. In this point, though, it really is, you know, take, do what you can in the moment to have a better future. Because all these kids are, like, going to be lawyers. They're, it said in the beginning, I, like, you know, how many, really, like... Or do their parents you know, want them to be lawyers? Well, yeah. But, well, that's parents. the deal. But the um, in the opening spiel, you know, there's the, the dean of the, the preparatory school of Welton. <laughs> oh, dickhead. Yeah, yeah, he says there's like 75% of all graduates of Wilton go to Ivy Leagues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, ah, good for them. Hooray, I I think. I kind of feel like it's a little too lopsided of an argument because... One could say, all right, try to think outside the box, but it's kind of like in Life of Brian with the whole, Annette, you are all different. We're all different. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, they cling to a lot of tradition kind of well, That's That's the whole point. Things, though, ironically, think, you know. I think the whole point Not of, the school, of, but I mean the kids. I think the point of the, the Robin Williams character in this is because the school is so linear. Yeah. Everything that's happening in the school is exactly the way it happened 10 years prior. Every yeah. Every kid who it's has the, a yeah. brother has an older brother. Because God forbid girls. Because remember, this is yeah. what causes the argument. Yeah. Girls are bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> girls are bad. That's still, um, that's probably one of my favorite uh, scenes in this. I just kept thinking of... Uh, Robin Williams' character is like Mr. Cotter, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's Mr. Cotter. <laughs> Cotter, Cotter. Yeah. Right. And it's the, Cotter. it's the Oh my one... god, the crossover would be hilarious. Yes, yeah. it would be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Cotter. God. Who wants to read the poetry I do? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god, would he be the, the kid with the red hair that squeals? Yeah, maybe uh, Meeks. I think. Yeah. Wait, no, Meeks was the one of the the one with the glasses with the radio, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. That, that I likes, but it's the 100th anniversary or the 100th year of Welton Academy in the middle of somewhere in New England, I think, where it should have been. But this actually is based on. It was filmed in Delaware too. Yeah, I thought it was New York. I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, they I, got I, fall. Something said New Hampshire too, but oh. the autumn leaves and yeah. then the snow. 
or something. Maybe because I was telling a story about where it was, it reminded me of somewhere in New Hampshire myself. But this is actually nice. based Maybe. on stories of when the author of the original book, Tom Shulman, who um, he actually he was in a preparatory school himself. The interesting fact too is this movie was directed by the same person who directed the Truman Show. Mm-hmm. So like that, it just kind of hit me. I'm like, oh, I could I could see the Peter Weir. Peter Weir, yeah, same the similar themes to it. And, you know, on the first day, you know, when you meet the uh, characters, weird names, Richard Cameron, Stephen Minks, Gerald Pitts, Charlie Dalton, and Knox Overstreet. I can't hear the name Knox without thinking of Fox and Socks with the, you know, Knox, the yellow thing with the... The bed with the holes that his feet were sticking out of. When I hear Knox, I just picture uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. And if you've ever played that game, Knox is a uh, overly excitable vampire groupie that you run into. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I, he. Oh God, Knox. Hmm. You run into him pretty early on in the game, and you basically just want to shut him up as quick as you can. <laughs> I think it's kind of a cool name. Weird and old-timey. True. So you're meet- that's the point. <laughs> yeah. So you're meeting John Keaton, who's the eccentric new uh, new, uh, new English teacher, who's a Welton alumnus, but he wants everybody to make their lives extraordinary and seizes and has the seize the day moment where he makes them wa- look at the dead pictures of people Ugh. who are already gone. God and damn look, that. Yeah. And whispers weirdly. It just got, <laughs> it just got like... Footloose vibes from that. Really? I, I, yeah, I totally did. Because I saw. in Footloose, there's the there's an entire section where you the kids who died in the the crash. Oh, the crash. The there, there's it. a memorial. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene where they're watching them, like he's he's looking it over them, and everybody in his picture, everyone in this picture is dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. People okay. die in Footloose. It's been, it's been a while like, since I've seen that movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. Wow. So yeah, there are five kids who die in Footloose. So at the very beginning, huh. I've heard people die at the fair, but people died in Footloose. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kevin Bacon must live. Huh. Oh, he's fine. Oh, good. good. No, he just rage dances. Oh, yes, yeah. he rage dances hard. <laughs> yeah. If you're the kind of person who's constantly afraid of if you'll ever have the kind of life you want to live, this scene might kind of bother you a little. Stuff you don't want to think about. Yeah, but he does give some interesting lessons, including ripping out the introduction of poetry books because. Let's use math to, to discuss yeah. poetry, shall that's we? That's not how poetry works. Well, that's now. a different perspective on poetry, yeah. I think. Yeah, but yeah, but can math be used to show that this particular poem is better because this mathematical equation says so? According um, to Pritchard, yes. Yeah, that didn't even make sense. That's though. what it was. Is that this this particular one? If it falls between this line and this line of this particular graph, it shows that this poem is one that you should read. Whereas this poem, which doesn't fall in this particular graph in this particular area is one that you really shouldn't. That's just stupid. Yeah. Poetry is subjective. It's That's seemed, the point of poetry. See, where, where did Dirty Limerick uh, land in this? Uh, again, subjective. There once yes. was a man from Nantucket. Yes. Yep. Something about balls in a bucket. I never knew the whole thing. Oh cock? my god! Sorry. <laughs> I know. Well, cock was so long he could suck it. Uh, I see, I never it. heard that part. 
You're welcome. Goodness, <laughs> the rest. I didn't learn it until I was 20. I always knew it, the beginning is I jokes. I knew it at like 14. And so now I, I just knew the beginning. It's like, there once was a man from Nantucket, and then the joke was, all right, stop. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then now I forever associate dark, depressing hospital visit with that, because that's what me and my uncle talked about And I, while well, Grandma was dying, and I was like... What is what is it about what? what is it about funerals that bring out the wor- the funniest worst the really things? Really, because you need it. Stuff? Oh my yeah. god! We were I watched I watched Hostess Cupcake or something. I literally brought people over my house after my mom's funeral to watch hentai, and we did. Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched porn uh, with porn. my friends oh, that's after my mom's oh, right. funeral. Like, yes. Heard of that. Okay. What is that? Yep. And you yeah. know what? It was enjoyable. It okay. was enjoyable. I think it was the first time I ever had a conversation with your child. Yep. This like is before she, Dan and I were together. Yeah, she was wearing a black dress, oh, and you know the girls were on display, and I'm okay. just like, just, just, in, in please change your shirt. I'm very distracted. In all fairness, I during that <laughs> the theme here is life, my life. Over death. Yes. During that particular part of my life, I had to get my brother ready and my stepdad ready, and everybody was all set. And the the person I didn't really focus on was myself. So the only thing I had to wear to my mother's funeral was a black cocktail dress, which is what I wore. And things were not. Married enough. to Dan, and then I got there married go. to Dan. The end. <laughs> so you skip a few things, and then we got married. So <laughs> one, two, skip a few. Ninety-nine, one hundred. points personal to people. <laughs> so that's how I found out the, the, the rest of the man from Nantucket. Because I remember that. Day. I don't even know how that conversation I, went. I, I was just like, what is no, that? No, I I do, and it was very random, and it was your, your uncle, laugh. your your uncle, his ex-wife, and their kid, and your waiting for the elevator and we were talking about something kind of random and somebody said the word the, the place Nantucket <laughs> and you're like hey what's this and he's like oh okay let me tell you and he just like ratted out the poem and walking around the corner was one of the priests from the hospital ah, and I'm like alright we all got out of the elevator I'm like yeah, this is... And I can just see during that whole, like, you know, explaining the, the, the poem, it was like, and that sound in the background, that was Kaz's mind being blown. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the small... In the background, I'm like foreground, like bam. That, cause, cause oh, that that's guy, what I got it big old brain, damn it. <laughs> so he's ripping the thing. Got him rip the books up, but then you have this See, thing. That is where, perfect parody yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did they parody that in Family Guy? Too? Probably. Probably yeah. I know they parodied, parodied everything in Family yeah. Guy. Well, I, I know they, they did the Captain My Captain. There, there is a. And, yeah, we'll get to. It. I have the Oh Captain My Captain poem. We'll probably do it at the end. Oh my god, we're at the beginning of the movie. And yeah. It's been well, no, no, we're still, yeah. we're still walking, but you know, still, the um, there's a lot of things like you got, you got Ethan Hawke's character Todd. Uh, I keep wanting to say, uh, you know, I keep wanting to say Tom Anderson, but it's not MySpace. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Do you feel this right way? Do you, Mr. Anderson? He has. I, I liked this because you know with the way Keating was, but he was a guy who he he transferred over from England. And two as a London, but they never said why he had to move. He moved over. Yeah, they never actually went into yeah. uh, to detail. Yeah, here, like, he didn't have an there's, accent. There's one. Well, well woman, no, he's from the U.S. He's yeah. from the U.S. Yeah, but he was okay. teaching. Like, I kind of wonder if he got thrown out of there too. Here, maybe he got thrown out of there. There's, there's one point where um, not uh, Wilson from House. 
Uh, you know, I'm sorry. That's the only thing I can really remember about because that's that's the first role Robert Sean Leonard ever knew. Uh, if I'm thinking if if it's the same, which guy is it? It's Neil Perry. Neil, the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was he, thinking of of Knock, yeah. the guy who plays Knox Overstreet. I know yeah. him from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead, which came out two years after that. <laughs> oh yeah, huh. yeah. He plays the love interest. So when I saw him, I was like, I know you. Kelly very, Bundy's love interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. it's a very different movie. Yeah. Very, very different movie. See the point, man. <laughs> Dishes are done, man. That's all I remember for that yep. movie. But <laughs> you're always staring at Christina Applegate. Like, Keith Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so, you know, the, the there's other lessons, too. Like, they take turns standing on the desk to demonstrate, you know, finding things in a different way or see it in a different, light. In a different light. And yeah. you were thinking about Dharma and the Dharma and Greg parody from Family Guy. Yes, like the, I'm going to stand on the couch. No, you're not. Why don't you come up here? Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow, we're we're, spu- we're we're spunky and spontaneous. Wow, you're yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> yep. You're oh, spontaneous, that's the, and that's the guy from um, uh, Criminal Minds. Yeah, if that was in Dharma and Gray. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm just I see, about that. every time you, we mention Ethan Hawke, I just need to get this out before <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> it's another Family Guy reference from one of the <laughs> earliest seasons. I think it was <laughs> they were making a let's admit. Pretty terrible racist joke about how Peter thinks that all Chinese people look the same. They, yeah. He thinks they're all Jackie Chan. Yeah. And I know at one point in that same episode, they actually had Jackie Chan running around pointing at a bunch of white people going, Oh my God, it's Ethan Hawke! Oh my God, it's Ethan Hawke! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's our... Which I thought that was, like, that was a that was a great kind of flip that joke on its head, I, I thought. <laughs> and, and that's how we segue from our last month, Jackie Chan month, to this month. Yep, great. Thank you, Ethan Hawke. Oh my God, yeah! That's <laughs> yeah. true, yeah. That's where... <laughs> so the uh, there's several plots here that are going that are going to, but there's a uh, it's an ensemble piece. Kind yeah, of Overstreet yeah. uh, Knox Overstreet uh, gets invited to dinner at this place, and he, he the only reason is because he has to meet this girl, and he or, falls in love. Yeah, immediately, immediately, because that's yeah. how love works. Yeah. Hey. She pretty. I love pretty her. Lady. Uh, on our first date, you said I love you to me. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. but we've, we've established that boys are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Love you, too. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, still, he falls in love with her because he's like, I think he... <laughs> There's a couple of cool bits. Like he he's listening. They're all walk, when they're all walking away from when he makes them look at the people from the past. And I think you know there's the one of the older professors who's gonna take him to that uh, take him to that dinner, and they see yeah. like Overstreet's the one like yeah that was spooky that was stupid, but he's looking at the pictures first. Yeah, mm-hmm. as he's waiting, he's like oh wait well like it shows kind of the influence part in little pieces. Again, I've seen this movie plenty of times. So. The plot threads are basically about trying to about facing some fears and right. stuff rather yeah. than yeah. Say, I, I admit I had trouble getting into this movie. Yeah, just just based on the subject matter alone, it is hard. I was. Well, not even, it's not even like the dark nature of the whole thing. It's the... It's about school stuff? No, it's about poetry, and I don't uh, like poetry. Yeah. I would call me a charlatan if you want. Sure, okay, fine. I'm just... I don't think anybody really um, is like, wow, poetry, awesome, man. Unless, it, unless it's a song. I think everybody poetry phase. Yes, yeah. yes. See, yeah. I didn't. I never... I, I, was, I did, yeah. I was that angsty goth kid, but I still never wrote poetry, because I, I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah. I wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I read some. Poetry. I only I like some. dissecting poetry. That's, that's yeah, my yeah, it's with, yeah. Oh, and my dinosaur Let's talk yeah. about poetry. Okay. It's, it's only cool what in the form of song lyrics now. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of 
even they felt the kids then thinking, oh, this is so boring. So it's like the only poem I can really remember is like there's the hangman. Yeah. So I didn't say anything because I wasn't such and such. And then they came for me and there was no one left. Yeah. Like, that's really the only poem I really remember, and that's only, I only know the paraphrase of it. Roses are red, violets are blue. That's a poem, I guess. Well, do not go gently. Do not go gently into the quiet night. I only know that from from an issue of uh, of an Eclipso comic book that I had, because they quoted it at the end when all the heroes died. Yeah. I I only know Cap, the, uh, I've only ever heard the phrase Captain, my Captain from parodies of this movie. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that it, no, none of yeah. the kids heard of it. And actually, movie. one of the things a- I'm sure when we do that, it'll remind me later. But there, there will be. I'll try to find it, but I'll post it on the Facebook group as the Family Guy parody of this, where they do the "Oh Captain, My Captain," where mm-hmm. Brian is substitute teaching. Yeah, I thought he t- had them tear pages yeah. out too. Well, he did, but it was like uh, it was like halfway between um, like high school high, Dangerous Minds, and like every <laughs> and, and deliver. stand and deliver like. All those movies where it's like, okay, wise teacher goes in to teach underprivileged kids. Yeah. And this movie. And the teacher learns just as much from them. Exactly. Yeah. It's with that, with that yeah. arm swing yeah. too. Yeah. It's a movie about being a white savior. Yeah. Oh, wait, the, hold on. We don't talk about that. No, yeah, but the, uh, you know, so like Bride's leaving, he gets fired. They do like the parody of the ending scene and it's, and he goes, he's like, you guys can do what you want. You don't have to do, you don't see here. You could be a ditch digger you could be a hooker you could be like i could be a ditch digger i could yep. be a hooker i remember that yeah <laughs> like oh captain my captain they all stand there he's like i could be a prostitute too he's like you i get the money up front god i remember that one now <laughs> yeah but it's just that there's subtle influence changes that he has because you have somebody who believes in them who wants to try to turn something around because these kids are bred from birth they want to get into wellington well they don't want to it's the parents just force them into whatever yeah but well yeah they don't know any different like they're they're gonna they're gonna (laughs) come into here they they do know different but they don't feel that they have a choice right well yeah i mean you see that in the beginning with uh you know with red foreman coming in basically you can't be on your book committee because you've already yeah that's too many extracurriculars what does that even mean and i'm like how do you have too many extracurriculars yeah and then i saw the oh and then i started getting pissed i started getting pissed at this movie immediately though because i was like all the homework it's the first day of school. Right. Thank you people. For the love right. of God. Yeah. I saw it's all the homework. It's the first day of school. I'm like, these kids are never going to have time to actually be kids, but that's the point. Yeah. yeah. It's the first day of school. Be happy I found the classroom. Right. Don't give me homework. Right. It's homework yeah. the first day of school. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, it's no wonder these kids are getting burnt out so fast. Right. I think yeah. that because that's what you're supposed to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. I, forgot, I was going to say something, but I can't remember. Yeah, because that's exemplified by, you know, Neil and his dad. Who's got his whole life planned out for him? But I, I, yeah. I think it's kind of funny yeah. that he, he's you're going to be a doctor and then he goes to be on house. Yeah. <laughs> like, Weirdly well, enough. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I know him from yeah. first. Like thanks, yeah. Red. Yeah. <laughs> That he does play a really good, unfortunate oh, his character, character. Is so goddamn tragic. Yeah, almost. it's like he, he doesn't get ahead. Never. Ever, but still, I mean, it was a perfect Watson-ish character. Yeah. Um, 
So the so they they find this book and they find the old yearbook for Keating when he was there and then learn that he's a part he was a part of the Dead Poet Society. And probably one of my favorite lines. Well, thank you very much for the stroll down on Amnesia Lane. Yeah. Help burn this book. Especially my picture. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds... I've actually got my yearbook in the other room. Let's the burn high, it. the high school one's not too bad, but I actually have a uh, grammar school. Yes, yes. Uh, we know that I've Bob's brought in because oh, Bob's no. in it a few couple oh, years behind no. me. No. And, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. In that one, Bob pretty much looks like Bob. He just got a little bit older. Me, I look like a tool. <laughs> My picture in that is horrible. I found, I found a. A copy of my grandpa's old yearbook. He went to the same high school as me, and I found it in the library for genealogy reasons. And it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of creepy reading mm. about all their plans from the future back in nineteen whatever the mm-hmm. fifty whatever the fuck. So. Yeah, fifty whatever the fuck. I yeah. On that same day, I found it. I found my uncle Billy's yearbook, and I think you graduated a year ahead of his, or your granddad or somewhere. And then I'm on I'm on my phone, and I'm sending this picture. <laughs> Of my uncle Billy to my uncle Ted, and my uncle Ted is the family historian, mm. and you know, like he he's stuck in a time warp, and sometimes we have pretty good conversations about it, and quite interesting. And I sent it to him like, "Hey, look what I found!" You know, and he's like, "Oh, that's page eighty one in your uncle Billy's yearbook." <laughs> how the hell did you know that? Like, how do you remember that? Yeah, you know, but it wasn't like it was like five minutes later he just looked at me. He just know he responded well, he immediately, knew. immediately with it. It was just still fascinating. I'm like, why? I think he needs a new hobby. Uh, Does he have a photographic memory? No, he um, he also, he writes some, uh, look it up, uh, Ted Tabor um, novels. He um, writes some really good novels right now, actually. Really good one. Can't wait for the next one. I think we all know some trivial stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like about random things. Oh, yeah, but it's still like, but how you could do that. It's a a yearbook from a high school that he didn't even graduate from. And and, uh, he would just pull up like, oh, yeah, that's this. I know there's a 1909 penny on one of the Mars rovers. Yeah, so that's good. You know, it's... I, I know more about Transformers than is probably healthy. That's my fifth grade year. Aww. Fifth grade picture, I think. Are you in the center there? I am, yeah, right there. Ah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's cute. You pretty much look like you. you I just, look like you me. Just got, you just got bigger. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, Not by much. I was like, you got taller and then much. you kind of stopped. Yep. Because yeah. <laughs> at that point I was pretty much full grown. <laughs> yep, so yeah. nineteen ninety three. One more on those actually, just to share a really funny pictures. You know how like uh, in elementary school, I think we all had like the big group photo. Yep. So I had one. I was always the tall kid, but <laughs> I was made to, and I had some balance problems in the first grade. But there's a reason why there are two first grade group photos <laughs> in my <laughs> class. So I was made to stand on this folding chair and I'm kind of wobbly a little bit. The chair broke. I crashed into one kid as they were taking the picture. <laughs> and all the kids in the back are like waiting <laughs> to the side of the fence. <laughs> And they, because they paid for it anyway, they distributed all the pictures to That's us. Awesome, so man. there's one of everybody falling, and then there's one of me just standing there with the teacher's <laughs> arm around me. And and like, I'm fine. You're just like looking like, hey. You're going away with a fart. Yeah. <laughs> Does it look like it? It did look like I was about to fart, yeah, or I farted and like, I like. Yeah. Everyone just like, oh god! Yeah, or I farted. I had that face of who farted, but I damn well know I did it. <laughs> so, like, 
So, it's that look on your face when you're waiting for your friends to notice what just happened. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 or as Jeff Foxworthy calls that the courtesy sniff. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? I, I thought today that was work, about, uh, okay, this smell, smell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today at work it was the uh, the airspace around here is dangerous. <laughs> that's, that's what they called it today. Huh. Wait, did they have a different name every day? Yeah, like somebody crop dusted. Yeah, literally, I'm walking down the carpet, hallway there was going. A carpet bombing. I'm literally walking down my hallway from my office, going, "Oh God, what is that?" And then I turn the corner and I see Chris. He's standing there and he's like, "Yeah, the airspace around here is kind of dangerous." I'm like, "You ain't kidding." It's like <laughs> you got to do something about your it's diet. Like, go, go. We had breakfast this morning. My boss brought us breakfast and there were eggs and well. Oh God. Uh, so sulfur so hell. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, Chris, go to your office and do that. <laughs> Think calm yourself. Go stew in your own juices in your office. No. Don't, don't do it in here. The phrasing is getting more creative and, and yeah. graphic. Yes. <laughs> I can almost well. smell it myself. <laughs> I, <laughs> And pretty soon, instead of just putting a gross image in your head, it'll put a taste in your mouth or something. Smell-o-vision. <laughs> Smell-o-vision replaces television. That was a Bugs Bunny yep. cartoon newspaper thing. Uh, At that point, I'd give up TV. Yep. Uh, what year that was supposed to be? Say, I'd have to give up TV because I, when I watch TV, I watch stuff like Hoarders. Oh, geez. I can only watch, I like, crime one... shows, but... Uh, she I... watches the crime shows. I do watch the crime shows. <laughs> See, I can only watch, like, one or two episodes of Hoarders at a time, because then I start feeling really itchy. It's just like, oh, God, I have to clean something. I can tell you how to get rid of the smell of a dead body. <laughs> <sighs> Things these kids were to learn, right? And I live with this, hun. <laughs> what they would have said. Hey, it's what, they, it's what the crime scene people use to get rid of it. Yep. Speaking of crime scenes, we're getting to one point where they start to get into the cave and start reading the poetry and what mm-hmm. I call the birth of white people rapping. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and, it's, and they're basically in, like, the Goonies cave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought it was... Oh, sorry. What you were saying? Well, I just... I kept noticing different, like, set pieces, and it just reminded me of other movies. Like, at one point at the beginning, when they're, like, introducing... Uh, when, like, Todd and Knox are getting introduced to each other, they're walking through the courtyard. I'm like, are they at Hogwarts? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I mean, they're all holding candles in a creepy hall yeah. castle-looking yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, they look like they're in the they're, they're, they're running to the cave with the, with the hoods. Yes. They're running, like, a way too long of a shot, but they're running oh, into the fog. Oh, God, that shot. It took three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh god! Okay, I get yeah, it. I'm like, okay, they're running away. They're ru- are they running for? No, they're running away. What, no, they're like, still running. Why the fuck are they still running? <laughs> yeah. I, How far is this cave? I was, I was like, I'd be so out of breath. I vaguely confused this movie with the. Um, I think it was a Matt Damon, Brendan Fraser school film. Casino? Oh, uh, school no. School days, something. yes. Uh, oh my god! I was waiting for the shower scene where something bad happens, but I'm like, oh. Uh, that's a different film. Okay. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Never I, I mind. was. I was a shower scene where something bad happens. Isn't that once bitten? <laughs> oh. I was thinking about. Um, Just ask him. Come on. Is, were there other instances of obvious synthesizer music? Because I feel like oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was right. all over the place in the yeah. Universe. Like yeah. even but when I mean, no, no, I mean, wasn't really in this movie though. Yeah, yeah they were uh, even in this it. movie, even when it oh. wasn't really appropriate, yeah. since it was an eighties movie, it's like, oh hey, synthesizer, we're gonna pretend yeah. that was an instrument. That's the only time I noticed though, because I figured it was probably a deliberate choice to you know go otherworldly, futurism, uh, future stuff. I th- yeah, I think they were going for like the spooky otherworldly, but the it other still world, it just felt yeah. like, in a meta yeah. way almost. It just felt like I was watching Tron. It was very meta, and then I wanted. Watch Tron. Yeah, it's better than this movie. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it's, it's still there's there's so much difference with it, but it's still you're right. There, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So Neil is trying to go ahead and get the uh, get apart, but there's a good back and forth between Ethan Hawke and Robert Sean Leonard. Uh, where it's like, wait, your father's not going to approve of this. No problem. I'll just type out, you know, an approval letter that says he's good with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love that. And get the headmaster Nolan to do the same thing. I just like the exchange where he's so excited about his idea to, to try out for that play or yeah. get into that, that Shakespeare play. Um, and it's a really good play. Midsummer Night's Dream. It's nice. Play. Yeah. I just oh, find it kind of, um, one interesting, like, yeah, you're going to, okay, I guess it's unconventional to go acting. It just seems kind of funny and ironic that you're going to go act in a traditional play like Shakespeare. Yeah. Or, like, you make a club, but it's club based on traditional poetry. Well, and, good luck trying uh, to find uh, avant-garde poetry. Uh, I know, movies. I know, I'm just... Right, <laughs> just yeah. Well, they make up their own with the well, they saxophone. Yeah. They were a little too far from any beatniks. Yeah. I don't think the beatniks were... <laughs> they weren't a thing they yet. They weren't a thing yet. It was in the 60s, couple, right? Yeah, a couple what? more so, years. Uh, Flanders' but parents. That's when, that's oh, when, geez. yeah... That's um, one, yeah. I can only snap with one hand. The yeah, other one do. just doesn't just doesn't work. Crap it. So um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I accidentally made that joke. I'm no, terrible. it's okay. You're good. You're good. That's it. At first, I laugh with you. Like, yeah, says, if he says it's okay, it's okay. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just I can't do it. It just my oh, left hand. I, I can't make the snapping sound. Which is funny because I can only snap with my left hand. I can't snap with my right. <laughs> oh, um, I just I I love the feeling of I know that. I'm sure everyone knows that feeling when you're you have this great plan, but then somebody you you tell your friend and you're all excited, and then he says something stupid and logical, and that just deflates you. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I've had that happen Visceral. a few times. Um, the thing that happens with me is like I'll have a super cool plan in my head. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be able to do it. And then when I get home and go to do it, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's another thing, though, when you're planning something like, oh, yeah, and then someone else goes, yeah, but this could happen. And you're like, oh, crap, I didn't yeah. think it's about like, that. Yeah, but that's oh, stupid. didn't like, think of that. Fuck you, this, Jerry. You, or yeah. you, you did, but you were in denial about Imagine it. Imagine, though, how easy it was to plagiarize notes from your parents oh, God, yeah. when you had a typewriter oh, God, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Or, you know, or, well, if you were rich enough to have a typewriter. True. Yeah, because that was like that, yeah. that was like the equivalent of having your own personal computer in yeah. like the eighties. Yeah, it's like you were fucking Do- Doogie Howser at that point. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, hell, yeah. I was I was stunned that that uh, you had a TV in your room for as long as you did. Yeah. yeah. I, I was seventeen before I got a TV in my room. I had a seventeen. Oh. Somewhere. I was, actually, I might have been a little younger than that, but it was a while. I was three. Yeah. I was wow. three, and I had my own VCR too. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I had a black and white TV and a VCR, oh, and I, I learned how to program. Like, I find it funny when people used to say that it was so difficult to program a VCR. Yeah. I never if, had an issue programming. Not if you read the yeah, instructions. Because, no, yeah. because I had one at such a young age that I could program anybody's VCR. Yeah. So, so yeah, whenever I went the over... the universal remote Whenever my grandparents... Yeah. Oh, so easy. Yeah. yeah, whenever my grandparents had a power outage, the they just put a little piece of paper over the blinking 12 until I could come over and, like, work my wizardry yeah. on, on the thing and fix the time. And they legitimately thought I was some kind of warlock. 
because I can't figure this stuff out. And yeah. it's, it's getting to the point, it's almost the same with my parents now, whenever something goes weird on their tablet or oh my their God, phone, dude. they call me up, it's like, Dan, it broke again. I, yeah. uh, I set up their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Remember, I set up his yeah. parents' Wi-Fi recently. Yeah. And, it, and it, you may as well have been doing witchcraft and it was yeah. a yeah. I was like, okay, we just need to plug this in and move this and it, there, take this. And it was, yeah. they looked at me like I had four heads. I'm like, it's really easy. <laughs> there, yeah, there is actually a there's a big difference in the divided generation. You're right. You know, there's still like yeah. I think it's the same thing here where these people are these kids are trying to find their own way, but it's tradition, 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 yeah. and yeah. you know they they they're why they're sending their kids there because they went there. Yeah, you know because, why? They, well, yeah, um, you're gonna do new things. I don't understand this rock and or roll. No, no, Neil's dad. Yeah, I mean he wasn't developed much because yeah. that's not. Uh, I was gonna do another point, but yeah, but yeah. It, it, it's yeah. the whole we sacrifice so you can have a better life and have the things that we didn't have. It's a fundamentally good motivation, but he carried it to an extreme. Yeah, but right. you know James Vanderbeek. I don't want your life. Yeah. That's a varsity oh, blues yeah. reference. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Um but that's but that's the whole thing too, is the yeah I think the parents in this are like, yeah, they want you to have a better life, but at the same time they want control over it. It's right. all a control issue. Yeah. It's yeah. all a I want you to do what I'm telling you to do because this is what I want for you. Right. And you don't get an opinion. Right, yeah. It's it's they, you're right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, having more experience, they probably assume that they know better and that yeah. kind of thing. It, but it's still the, a control the, issue. The control thing could also yeah, just come thing. from just having so much just, instability during the time when when the uh, when the parents grew up because well, we had we had we time. had World it War One. Was... We had the Great Depression. We had the stock market stock market crash. We had World War Two. We had all of this stuff going on. They didn't have any control of. And then anything the, then really. the 50s right. exploded and the 50s was very and we're, we finally we're in control calm. again we know we like not I mean bad stuff happened but for the most part we're just okay we're kind of in control of things we have two cars we've got three and a half chickens in a pot or something like that I don't know how the everyone's <laughs> got like a chicken for every pot and cars garage something two and a half kids nuclear families I don't know okay but yeah. it was nuclear there was stability yes. I like Ike right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But my point was, it, it's not like they're mustache twirling. Ha ha! Your kids, we want to step on you. Yeah. No, no, they're not going out there going. Uh, well, I think some of the teachers in the school were doing that. Yeah, but <laughs> the parents were not were not doing it to be evil. Yeah, they were, but they were they, doing it because they just didn't know this any is. Better. Yeah, they needed Matilda. This not school better. Didn't know different. Yeah, you, you're not going to. That's true. You're no. not going to have an end of trunch bowl <laughs> type it's, either. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> And well, I mean, the principal not somebody who put them in the chokey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he oh, yeah, like glass he, encrusted. Yeah, there, there's the Iron scene Maiden, here but. with the you know where we're also as I feel like we're making a lot of Family Guy jokes, but Charlie, uh, Charlie puts a note. Uh, put he's one of the uh, editors for the school newspaper, so he puts a. Uh, they were uh, emboldened uh, by this soul. Yeah. Hey, we're facing our fears and yeah. trying new things, and they are emboldened with it, but the. Um, they're, they're, I'm gonna back up after this, but he, you know, he gets whooped by the headmaster Nolan. That was yeah. terrible. And, yeah, and oh yeah, I, I saw that. I'm like, it's okay, cut it off. Yeah, I, I just immediately had dazed and confused. 
in my head as well. Like, okay, I'm like, if this was played by Ben Affleck, I'd be like, no. No, no. No. You're a dead man. Yeah. Dead man. <laughs> I'll teach you freshmen that it's not okay to be freshmen. Keating comes through yeah. in a little bit and says, basically, everything in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, you could definitely have these feelings and do it, but be careful. They, yeah. they have consequences. Don't get expelled. Everything has, everything has consequences. And he says something interesting. He says, don't get expelled because at least like, you wouldn't be in my class, dude. Right. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Tone yeah. it down a little yeah. bit. It's like, in, yeah. you know, have, yeah. have these thoughts, absolutely, yeah. but use them wisely. Yeah. Don't use them all the time. Yeah, but also that's where Charlie's also like, he's trying to be like the big man on the campus. Yeah. Like, dude, okay, let me tell you the story what happened, man. Yep. Oh, yeah, and, that's, yeah. and that's just it. That's the type of character yeah. he is. And he's he's the one who you, you would think would be the one to rebel the most yeah. because he is yeah. that type of character where he's like, he's very set in the fact that he knows what the hell is going on. Right. Like from the first time you meet that yeah. kid, like he's sitting there talking about um, their study group, which yeah. I honestly thought the study group was code for something else. Be, yeah. I didn't realize that it was actually yeah. a study group. Now, yeah. here's, not all of them were actually studying though. No, but there was there like were the dartboard, like, there was yeah. whatever that radio but, thing but was. Yeah, was, Meeks was making a radio. But there were yeah, other too. people yeah. sitting around going, sitting there talking about trigonometry to the people who had no freaking idea what trigonometry like, so, was. Yeah, you take this so and, there, there and the are, X and the Y and then you plug in those numbers like, and it's tutoring. fine. Yeah, it's like, you go and you plug in the numbers and it's fine. Then the guy's sitting there, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing. is like There were actually people studying. This was a, a time for them yeah. to get together, but still learn about stuff. Right. In the, yeah. And some unwinding. At their but, own speed. But they were doing stuff at their own speed. speed. Exactly. Yeah. So you need a little structure, but yeah. not too rigid. Right. But this is, a, this is essentially a boarding school. Oh, yeah. That, and boarding schools are, are well known for being nothing but, st- but structure. Right. And yeah, and they say it later. Nolan says to Keating, "Is like, no, this structure works. Just get them ready for college and move on." Right. There is one scene. I just want to get to this from a personalized perspective, where Keating makes them all write a poem. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, yeah. "It looks at Ethan Hawke." <laughs> he's like, "I know this is going to scare the shit out of you the most." He's like, "I couldn't do it." Yeah. Yeah, that here. was Todd's problem. Yeah, but the cat said, "Yeah." The cat sat on the mat, and then he's like, okay, you know, poems don't have to be much, and, you know. No, they don't. That's still here, so that's good. That's nice of you. Okay, great. And gets Todd Anderson up and actually draws a poetry out of him. Yep. You know, and I, that had to be really probably the best scene out of this whole thing. That's a great scene. But I just remember, too, when I had it, like, where I, I used to be a teacher for junior achievement. And, you know, dragging Steve out of here, who was just expected just to sit there and be a part of it, slowly dragging him out, slowly dragging him out. And then when he got up in the front of the room and just gave his whole, like, the whole uh, five-week course that I was teaching was with fourth graders. And you had to, like, come up with an idea of what you wanted to do for a business, if you could be a business owner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then, like, at the very end, you either turned in a paper, which I graded, or you um, presented your idea in front of the class. Sure. You know, okay. and it was 50-50. You know, kids did one thing or did the other, and he stood up, walked up, and just started talking about it, and the teacher who said just ignore him had her jaw <laughs> on the floor. We were just like, wait, how, 
what I'm like, you know, and I walked over and I said, actually, I gave a shit about him. It's like I talked yeah, to him like yeah. he was a human being. Yeah, and then I gave, I gave a is. shit about him, and then just like that, that's the last few words I ever said to her. But, you know, he just, it reminded me of that just slowly. He had this jitters, and I'm standing right there. I'm like, dude, I got you, man. Don't worry. We can yeah. do it. We can do it. We can do it. And, you know, still, like, years later, him coming to me, like, dude, thank you for that moment. I can only imagine, like, what this would have been if this was the real world of what he would have said to, um, you know, John later. Mm-hmm. You know, well, also another thing to notice is, like, everybody called, they, they call every adult sir or mister yeah. here, but they only, he's the only one they refer to with it as a title. Yep. It was Captain. Yeah. Early yeah, I noticed he kept, yeah, yeah. it was Captain. Captain, you okay? Yeah. Well, he did say that if you want a response from him, yeah, you could either call him yeah. uh, Mr. Keating, Mr. Keating or, or oh, oh, Captain, oh, Captain, my captain. And if you remember at the very beginning, yeah. right when he's walking, they're saying Mr. Keating, Mr. Keating, Mr. Keating, and he's and he completely ignoring them. Yeah. And then oh, they say, right. "Oh, Captain, my captain." He turns yeah. around. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. "Yes, you're just yeah. trying so to force a nickname." It's one of those things where, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah. 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 but it worked. Yeah. True, true, but it was good. It was still, it was good too. With the, um, so there's where are we here? Oh, uh, <laughs> Charlie wants to be called uh, Nawanda. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Did anybody think of Wakanda from Black Panther? Yes. Oh. <laughs> we, we don't do that here. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Wakanda uh, forever. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wakanda is the fictional African oh, nation. That part. Yeah. And T'Challa is the king of. Oh, that's true. So, I kind of want to see uh, if I can get around to that. Sure, yeah. he's the best character. She is. Yeah. By far. She's so awesome. Uh, Headmaster Nolan speaks with Keating, and he speaks with everybody to try to say, hey, you know, uh, there's one of the best stages where he's trying to find out who put the, who put the article in the newspaper. And Charlie's standing up saying, Hey, it's a phone call from God. He wants you to bring girls to the. To- <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a great scene. That was I like, great, yeah. like that dude, was really that was funny. Like, that was it? <laughs> that was it? I'm like, can you imagine? Like, some was point, there like, more to this article? Like, 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 I wonder why they, like, so they called it Helton. Like, <laughs> like, I was a dickhead as a teenage boy. And being surrounded by other dickheads, it's, yeah. not, it's not a not a fun place to be, is yeah. it? You know, boarding schools. A bunch of teenage boys in one area living together twenty four seven on campus. Yep, it's a wonder they survive. Right. <laughs> I mean, legitimately. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, like not. sounds like prison. That's and exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. 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 You know, lights Prisons out at 7 o'clock. Ter- yes, lights yeah. out at 7. Yeah. The food is terrible. Mm-hmm. You have nothing but rules and structure the entire time. It's hell. Yeah. It's military. And, you know, yeah. speaking of that, like, there's the Midsummer the- Night's Dream yeah. bit here where he actually did a really, really super good you job. You forgot to it. mention, though, that his dad found out. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Because, yeah. yeah, Neil's fake letter thing did not go... Uh, oh yeah. wait! It's only because somebody was like, "Oh, I heard your son was in a play." It's- your kid's in a play with our kid. No, he can't do that. So yeah. up there, you know. I didn't allow it. Yeah. <laughs> no. That seventies dad is a prick. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Red. Yeah. Have a beer and put a foot in your ass. At Kitty. the beginning, when he said, "Come out," I-, I need to talk to you personally, and I'm just like, so I can put my foot in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, to be- the teacher does say. 
Oh, right. He gives him an ultimate. His dad gives him an ultimatum. The whole, not even an ultimatum, just you're, you're not, not doing this, yeah. even though it's the night before. Yeah. yeah. And so he goes to the teacher. So you and at least he's he's responsible. And he's like, well, we got to talk to your dad. You know, like yeah. that thing. So just to gloss over one of the bits, but the. Um, Neil does the play, does awesome, and then his father says, you're going to go into the military academy. Yeah, um, we're why did he that? come? Well, yeah. I have to say, I, I do give the, the dad credit. He showed up to the play. Right. The yeah, outcome, he I don't want to go into, but the fact that he did, I, I, I acknowledged and credit him for that. Yeah, I, I agree. That's as far as I go. I agree. Um, this does lead to Neil's death, and the kids are absolutely distraught by that. I thought that the way the way that the death happens, mm. like the whole scene where he's standing in his room and he opens all the windows and he puts the crown on. Yeah, I th- and I thought that artistically speaking for yeah. the movie, I thought that was really well done. Mm. Like I, I watched the the scene actually a couple of times on YouTube yeah. after the fact. And it's like the the whole background noise of it being almost it's silent but not silent. It's yeah. quiet but it's got that hum, that sort of hum music in very, the background. Very quiet, yeah. Very quietly, and then he goes downstairs, and you know he he pulls the gun There's out. A smoke, yeah, yeah, and then you don't actually hear the gun go off, but you hear everything go completely silent. That like dead silent when his father jolts awake. Yeah. Yeah, he like screams like, like yeah, you woke up the, from a dream. He, uh, it, yeah, it looks like you woke up from a dream, but it's it's the you know the gunshot had yeah. gone off, and it was like, what was that noise? Yeah, I thought that that particular I part like of that. it was really well done. Yeah, like yes. that was like it kind of brought upon the intensity of it that. Like, scene. It was well done, and it was handled well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah. it could have gone in all it sorts been of it. So much of, worse. Yeah. Yeah. So as it, at, for an artistic yeah. piece, right there, I thought that was. Cinematically, that was really cool. And yeah. You basically only see his hand and, and the smoke. I like the. I thought the smoke thing was pretty good. Like he smells something first, and yeah, he smelt. He smelt the gun. The gun. Yeah, there was um, there was a lot of it here. Actually, I Although went back. Although the nose thing yeah. kind of made me like, oh god, yeah. oh yeah, that was so okay. That part I, was yeah. very over dramatic. Yeah. Like the no, my son. It probably like, could have kept like the same. Maybe the same footage. I thought his expression was a little funny. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> but was. If they, I think if they, maybe they made just no words yeah. or something, it, it might have been a little bit. And also better, because I think all of us around this table immediately see Red Foreman. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, so like if it was that '70s show, well, I know there's RoboCop too. I but, see Clarence Boddicker personally, yeah. but okay. Yeah, but you know, where you see if this was that '70s show, he'd be running down the stairs and like. You know, Hyde would be, uh, you know, Hyde would be like having a bong in his hands yep. or something. He comes out and says, "God damn it, Eric! Yeah. No!" He smelled a different <laughs> smoke. <laughs> he never picked up on that. No, ever. No. I watched that seventy show from no. start to finish. No, there. Were, I think there was a scene in the first episode where he was stoned and the background is moving. While oh, Kitty, that happens again. Yeah, while um, Kitty and Red are yelling at him. Well, that happens in opposite <laughs> when they eat the hash brownies. <laughs> The, the hash brownie episode when when Kitty's sitting there and she's watching the background movie, she's laughing. That yeah. was a great episode. That was really funny. 
Uh, so Neil's death is going to be investigated by the request of the family, and basically all the kids just say, "Okay, let's point it at Keating." I was kind of hoping maybe his parents kind of learned something, like a lesson. Yeah. but, but no. No, they're going to no. blame the school. Yeah. No, no, the teacher. No, but they all. I point mean, the f- it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, they so. don't want to be. They don't want to. It's it's a denial thing. You don't yeah. want to think yeah. that you're the res- you're responsible yeah. for your kid's suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, the there's a good scene where Charlie's like, "Look, we're all just going to point the finger at Keating." And you know, I'm sorry, it was Cameron or one of them. Well, they they punched the nose. The okay, red, I gotta say something. I yeah. cannot. Yeah. I could I not. I tried to say that without looking at you. Dude. Thank you. <laughs> His hair is so. So flat. I could not stop imagining putting stuff on it, like to see if it was a table. Like a t- we can make his head a table. Can we put? It's an- the only use this kid has. <laughs> well, I kind of think he had a point. He, he was the snitch, but what? Is, you know, what are you going to do realistically? But at the same time, I just wanted to see a little model airplane land on his head and just sit he, there. He also mm. had a. Uh, From the beginning of the movie, though, he's yeah. always had this like little snide, yeah. like sniveling sort of. He does have a little bit of vanity because he's the only kid in the, in the out of all of it there's a scene where they're all getting together and getting ready for it and he like extensively just combs his hair and like makes sure his hair's in yeah. the right space too yeah. so he's he's very self-involved mm-hmm. i don't think he's necessarily like yay i totally want to throw a teacher under the bus but well it, i think he did yeah yeah well yeah he was fine with how everything was and then keenan came in and everything just going weird yeah he he yeah. was never really comfortable with anything that happened no, no. he and but he went along with it because all his friends did but the minute that he had the the option yeah. to get things back to the status quo, get things back to the way they were, and get out of that uncomfortable you know situation yeah. that he felt he was in. Oh yeah, he was all for that. Yeah, and I mean, weren't they gonna all be expelled? Maybe if somebody didn't somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere like Charlie was. Because you see at the ending scene, his you know his desk is his desk is I'm empty. Yeah. You know, where that happens. And the But you, you don't see Keaton actually get fired, which I thought was a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Where he yeah, just I mean, comes he back quit. and yeah, comes back and he learns, that, you know, so the headmaster takes over his class and wants to adhere to traditional standards again. And they're like, where's the intro? Oh, that was ripped out. We ripped that out. What do you mean you ripped it out? It's ripped out. Fine, well, here. Fine, use someone else's book. just ripped out too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he, the teacher's here to collect his things. Yeah. So. And. I mean, the ginger guy, too, I wanted to point out. Yeah. It, well, the one thing that kind of made me smile about that was he reminded me of the dude from Back to the Future. <laughs> I made a small reference just now. Yep. And they're at the uh, enchantment of the scene. He goes, Scram McFly. And he, that, that, that dude looked was he almost the 3D like glasses his brother. Guy? No, that was a different dude. Oh, okay. This was like after like uh, he's dancing with the Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, is that the same dude? I'm like, holy what? shit. <laughs> I know, I know exactly who you're talking about during the dance. Yeah. Oh, I... He's actually been in a lot of other stuff too. Oh, oh. oh God! Um, I'm just I'm picturing. The do you remember during from... the dance uh, when uh, right after the whole Biff thing in uh, see, 1955? I, I don't know if it's the same dude, but I'm thinking Ten Things I Hate About You. It's Charlie Dolan we're talking no. about. Okay, first off, the pubes was not 10 things I hate about you. That was she's all that. Whatever. I just suddenly heard pubes, and I'm like, what? She's all that. She's all that. There's a pube scene with the redhead, and no. And it forces him to eat his own pubes. 
Yes, and no. Uh, 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 and Donald Trump put on his head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I think uh, Penn Jillette had a good oh. description for Trump's hairpiece. It looks like cotton yeah. candy made of piss. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's... that's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's the, the final scene. They all stand. There, There is a... If I could dig this up again, it's hard to find... There is a uh, SNL sketch called Farewell, Mr. Bunting, <laughs> where they do this and uh, basically all the, the kids stand up and they get their head decapitated on the up by the ceiling fan. <laughs> That's and a big-ass fan! It's really dark humor, but it's really funny. It's more like somebody falls and breaks yeah. their leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think somebody else did that, but it's, again, a nice divide where they do the, oh, Captain, my Captain. You've all seen this. It's some parody. Yeah. It's, uh, well, we've got to mention that I think there was only three that were, had to sign a thing blaming him for having a um, manipulative bad influence, and it wasn't Todd, Todd, Charlie, and Cameron were the ones who signed it. I'm not sure why Todd did, though. He was kind of forced into it. Yeah, he was forced to because his parents were there. (laughs) Did they say you're going to be expelled if you don't? I think it was implied. At that point, yeah. At that point, it was there, you know, but his his dad's standing and leaning and looking like, you're going to nut my son. My son's going to conform. I guess he did (laughs) sign it because he's compelled when he sees his teacher to, yeah, we didn't mean, we didn't. They made us. Yes. And yeah. then I guess sets the show of solidarity as the whole. He's he's the first one to stand on his desk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then do that. But he also becomes the one at the very beginning. He's the one who he doesn't really want to be a part of the group. And then he is the de facto leader yeah. in the end. Yeah, it's because yeah. he doesn't want to. He's yeah. afraid of reading in front of yeah. people. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So am I. Yeah. I had well, a fear of it, too. And it, mm. you know, it's, it's awkward. It's always yeah. awkward. Yeah. Uh, keep we keep interrupting. No, I'm sorry. The, the one thing I did want to talk about briefly that they mentioned uh, earlier on in the film on the cave. I think it was uh, Knox. They mentioned this whole idea about something about was it in the cave or in a room. They they mentioned red, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And the one of the character, I forget which one uh, mentioned it. it. The concept of uh, oh, the one that was uh, trying to go after that girl. I don't know the character's names. I only uh, saw it once. Knox. Oh, Knox. I guess Knox yeah. going after that blonde chick and. Uh, he mentions this idea of red, and one of the guy asking, guys asking, "What does that mean?" He goes, and he, he says something to the effect of virility, and he has basically the flash insignia on his chest. <laughs> he said I was it, completely lost. I'm like, yeah, no, he, uh, he said it was like a, a tribal so, uh, sign of virility thing. Sure, just I just read somewhere. Yeah. so like. I think he drew it on with lipstick. It looks yeah. like it. Yeah, I was so confused. What the hell? Was and it's a boys' school. Where did they get lipstick? Um, where did they get those two girls they brought to the that Oh, yeah, true, true, that's right, yeah. yeah. Were those prostitutes, by the way? They, <laughs> what? I thought they got like... I don't know, man. I couldn't figure out where these girls came from. I figured they were from, from the other school, because oh, there, there was another school where... I was uh, so confused, like, what's where her face? did they come from? Was her name Christy or something? <laughs> I don't know. I the one Knox loves. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they kept calling her Chris, but yeah. 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 So... There is the I, I found the Walt Whitman Oh Captain My Captain poem. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. In its entirety. We should it, probably specify the movie ended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it did, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah, walked away. Keaton, they all there. Thank uh, you, boys. Keaton can smile because at least that even all that bad stuff happened. At he least, had an effect. Yes, a, a positive yeah. effect. And uh, then I said, I, I'm sorry to bring up my own stuff. I feel selfish. But, you know, it's just like I can see it as a teacher when, you know, what you do when you have that effect on somebody. Like, I get Facebook messages every once in a while from people saying, you know, like, I remember the lesson you taught me and thank you. Yeah. Or yeah. something, and it's just like, damn, dude! I you know, like, really, really appreciate it. Uh, some fans of the show know one name. No, thank you, ladies. So, oh, captain, my captain! Oh, captain, my captain! Our fearful trip is done. The ship has weathered every wreck. The prize we sought is won. The port is near, the bells I hear, the people all exulting. While following eyes, the steady, he, he, steady nail, the vast, the vessel grim and daring. Oh, but oh, my heart, 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 oh, bleeding drops of red. Where the deck of my captain lies, fallen cold and dead. Oh, captain, my captain, rise up, hear the bells, rise up, for your flag is flung. For you, the bugle trills, for the bouquet and the, and the ribbon wreaths. For you, the shore is a crowding. For for you, call the swaying mass that their eager faces turning. Here, my captain, dear father, this beneath your head, it is a dream that on the deck you've fallen cold and dead. My captain did not answer. His hips are pale. I'm sorry, his lips are pale. Okay, that would be Here, weird. I, I almost got it. Here it's. Five of us are. Hopes are pale and still. My father does does not feel that my arm. His he has no pulse nor will. The ship is anchored safe and sound. Its voyage closed and done. From the fear to trip the victor ship. It comes in with the object one. No ex- exalt o shores, uh, ring o bells, but I mourn, mournful tread. Walk the deck, my captain lies, fallen cold and dead. I think he's dead, we get it. And it's a poem about Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's was written about Abraham Lincoln's death. Oh, I was kind of thinking an actual boat. Yeah. Nope. Hey, Blinken. <laughs> Did you say Abe? No. Hey, Blinken. Have we talked? Men in tights. Okay. Yeah, yeah men in tights reference. Sorry. Yes, we reviewed that if you... Yes, check it out. I think that was Joss's first. Yes. It was. Ah, yeah. Yes, it was. It was, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was the first time all five of us were around the table. Yep. I think so, yeah. It was the first time I met Bob, actually, I believe. Yep. Yep. It was a nice meeting, too. It was nice it, to yeah. meet you. And Joss and, just and, and, just and, and, just and I were sharing a microphone. We kept headbutting each other. Oh, one one yeah, that's things. right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I got a tonk out. Oh, memories. <laughs> Does anybody have any fantasy casting for this? Because I got nothing. No. Absolutely I mean, the casting not. works as is. I don't, like, fantasy casting, I don't think would do any good, honestly. We already except. talked about the welcome back, Cotter joke. Yeah. yeah. And I always... Yeah, make, all, all the kids from Saved by the Bell. Thank you. <laughs> and I always make the joke of, put you know, put Christopher Walken in more things, but I don't think it would have worked for this. No. No, it just... It doesn't have to be a serious casting. Probably just the, a, yeah, probably the one scene where he's casting. doing Shakespeare in random voices. Yes. Just okay. to try to see, just to try to see here. Oh, you want to talk Shakespeare? Do this. Doing Shakespeare as, as the. Uh, um, I'll be out. My window breaks. My ass. 
Is it the is it called the international? Oh, the guy the, from the, SNL. Is the sh- uh, would you like some champagne? Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what is what is that character uh, called? Uh, that that was. I can't remember. Yeah, that was where I blacked out Saturday Night Live <laughs> for for well, I mean because the show sucked at that point. It did. Yeah, it, did. it was a bad time. Yeah, the um oh um Chris Kattan? No, no, no. It was no. Christopher Walken as a cat as a character. Oh, oh, oh okay, uh, okay. What yeah. the hell was he called? I can't remember. I think you're close with the international. I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah. Something, it's, it's gonna, something like that. Ah. Anyway. Yeah. The all right. So with Robin Williams month. See, I'm gonna remember it three shows from now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learned it out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hey, so hey. so no, just sorry. I'm I'm still back on the redhead from uh, from Back to the Future. <laughs> Welcome to ten minutes ago. He was in, <laughs> I know, but he was in Secret Admirer. I couldn't figure out why I recognized him. Oh, he was in Secret Admirer. Okay, he was one of the stupid friends. Oh, oh okay. Huh. All right, that's fine. Okay, sorry. Was his hair as flat? It was no, no but it was his red. Oh. oh. See, wow. I, I wouldn't, I don't know if this, I guess it would be more like celebrity swapping, but there were scenes when, if you look at Ethan Hawke, I swear it looks like Matt Damon. Little yeah. Bit, little Matt bit. Damon. So I just, that's the only, for it, be him Matt and Damon. Co- that's Courtney Gaines from like the Redhead we were just yep. talking about, those yep. are the only people I could say swap, and then you could swap with yep. however often you want for whatever yeah. character. Well, Ethan Hawke watched that's about this it. movie with his kids relatively recently, actually. He, his mom showed it to them, and they watched about an hour and a half through when they asked him, so where are you in this movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could not recognize wow. him. Oh and God. he was like, I've been in the movie since the beginning of the movie. I'm right there. And they were like, oh, so that's like you. Or something? Oh. No, he just, he's older. He looks he's, a lot different now. now. Yeah. It's just that they looked at him, they were like, oh, so you're that guy? Oh, hello! Right. <laughs> like he was telling the story, and I thought I I laughed like I was like, "Wow, your own yeah, kids can't recognize you." And a lot of the things she found last night uh, are from the Graham Norton show. I love Graham Norton. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, British uh, kind it's of a British talk show. Host, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he gets Great everybody book. liquored up before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before Get, they come gets out. them nice and nice and uh, lubricated. Yes. And then oh, the conversation God. goes weird. <laughs> Lubrication. <Yeah. laughs> It's more than just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Mythbusters model? Also, when in doubt, lubricate. lubricate. <laughs> Automotive. Uh, with Robin Williams month, there is going to be the elephant in the room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, well, let's be serious just for a quick second for listeners here. If you're having an issue, certainly reach out, whether it's to your friends or to any certain hotlines or wherever. There's so many resources you can look at online, and there's so many places that are willing to help. Yeah. There is no shame in asking for help. It took me a very long time to realize that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah. myself, I am I am on medication, and it is helping. Yeah. Some people may not need meds, may just need someone impartial to talk to. Maybe that'll help. Who knows? But right. there is no shame in asking for help if you need it. Mm-hmm. Damn right. And there are there are places and people that you can talk to, even if you're not comfortable making a phone call. There is uh, there are numbers you can text. Um, yeah, you had one of those. There is right? there is a actual yeah there is a text there's a crisis text line, which is uh, you text um, the word home to seven four one seven four one in the U S. And you will talk to someone anonymously about anything. If you're having a crisis, 
This is uh, a line if you're not comfortable talking on the phone, which I am one of those people. I do not like talking on the phone. Fuck phones. I can text you immediately super fast, but I will not call you if I can uh, help it. I worked on phones for too long. Uh, <laughs> I, I still kind of have a mild panic attack when my phone rings. Yeah, I don't like it. It, it actually it, it triggers my anxiety ringing phones. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go next. Yeah. I, right. Also, it, oh. oh, you're going to go next? Yeah. All right. If you I'll, want. Go, I'll go after. Okay, okay, cool. No, I was going to say, if you or someone you know is suicidal or in emotional distress, you can also contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-TALK. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Dan. All right. And also, if you happen to be uh, part of the LGBTQ and all those other letters, there's so many of them. If you happen to be within that community and you're a little concerned uh, about you know, calling, there is, uh, if you look up the Trevor Project, uh, they have uh, trained counselors 24-7. You can call them safe, judgment-free kind of thing. Their number, 1-866-488-7386. And uh, the Trevor Project also has a text thing, like uh, what Joss was mentioning earlier. Uh, you can text the word start to uh, 678678 and you can you know find someone to talk to that way remember there's no shame in asking for help mm-hmm. well said y'all well said so with it being Robin Williams month there's also this is not just celebrating the end but celebrating you know the gift of life and celebrating everything else mm-hmm. you go to our Facebook page and there will be many Many bits from his routines, as many as we can find. Oh yeah. Uh, you know the uh, we just posted the this morning actually what it's like to be Irish. Yeah. And the uh, and the, how golf was invented. It's still, oh, it's it's still just, one of my favorite bits. I want to see Mork and Mindy, but I don't know oh, where yeah. you find it. Yeah, it's that is very hard to find, but it is I mean, that is see. one of the funniest shows of all I mean, time. You can find clips and whatnot yeah. on YouTube. Not full episodes. Like full though. episodes no. now. There's a routine that he did where he uh, did it. It was one of his the early episodes, and that's where they realized he could do improv really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least for the producers, is they had to stop production because the audience was laughing too damn hard. <laughs> is where he uh, somebody walks in and asks, "Hey, is this a record shop?" And he streamlines about a three minute routine of what you can do with a record sleeve. <laughs> and the ending line disaster? is no, the ending line <laughs> is void were prohibited by good taste. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just one of those like the audience was laughing. You could see the skip. He is laughing. They're laughing so hard. And apparently he just stood there waiting for them in pause mode. Just yeah. <laughs> Waiting for them to stop. And and what, what, when that kind of thing happens, if he's just standing there looking, it, that's going to set off the giggle loop. Yeah. Yes. It's not yes. going to stop. Yeah. I think I was watching. I don't know where I was watching it, though. I can't remember if I watched it on my phone or if I actually watched it on TV recently. Yeah. Um, I watched the episode of Happy Days where Mark shows up. Um, it was all just and a he dream, takes away, He takes away Fonzie. He takes away, he takes yeah. away Fonzie. 2,000 yeah. years. Yeah. He's wearing saucer. And then at the very end of it, he's like, oh, yeah, it was just a dream. But then you see Mork yeah. uh, saying that he was going to be sent to the 1970s. Yeah. And, and how he was going to prepare for it. And I just, I was, where did I see it? Yeah. It's on TV. It must have been either on MeTV or Laugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, was one of the yeah. four channels we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the backdoor pilot to Mark and Mindy. Yeah. Uh, huh. that, that episode, yeah. No, I remember that. I had a very big obsession with Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I, I saw him. Like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Arthur Fonzarelli, it's awesome. And I'm like, what the fuck is that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, it's... Um, there's one more thing I recommend before we wrap up. Um, there is an Easter egg from live on Broadway, and I don't know if any of you have seen. I know you know what it oh, is. Oh, is it is it the supercut? The supercut yes. of every single swear. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that he has, yeah. and I will find it, dig it up, and post it. I have seen. I have seen. Yeah. It is great. It shows the world. Like okay, he says there, and he says. Fuck, 217 times. Wow. <laughs> I think if I, if I remember that, somewhere, I'm off a little bit, but I it's wa- somewhere there. I watched that special a lot, and I had never seen the Easter egg until Nick told me about it. Yeah. Like, I, just, I, just, yeah. I just hadn't found it. I'm like, wait, no way. And then I'm like, click, that son of a bitch. How about that? <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like it, the way we're ending this is kind of meta. It's like how I, I don't know about the rest of you, but like how I feel kind of at the end of this movie, things get kind of dark, and then... Um, at least he left behind, you know, um, something good, even if bad even, things happen. Yeah, even yeah. if bad yeah. things happen, something yeah. good huh. still ended up coming it's out. Shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Huh. Wild. Huh. And then we walked out together, punched the air, and, and had a freeze frame. frame. And went to freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Thompson wins playing back. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of in John Keating and in fashion of this, it really is be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good. <laughs>